From Aviva Brands, this is Express, the podcast for brands. I'm your host, Dr. David Kippen, CEO and Chief Strategist at Aviva. Last week, I took a step away from brands and branding to start a thread on agency life, specifically how agency life and client life begin their relationship at the pitch. I was in Germany at an undisclosed location. I was jet-lagged, keyed up, and looking forward to meeting a new client with a new partner, and I probably sounded like I'd had too much coffee and too little sleep. Well, I'm back in the U.S. now, the pitch is done, and it's time for a postmortem. I said I'd tell you about some of our assumptions, about how we prepared, about the day, and about how we did, but let me start with clarifying the we. We is me plus the other agency team the other guys. The pitch was a two-part project. One part was local to Germany, and the other guys, our partner who'd invited us to participate and would be the lead agency, would do that. Our part, the second part, was to take the product of their work and make it global. Now, taking a local concept and making it work globally is a really important topic, and I'm going to do a post on how to do that soon. But for now, just remember the structure is the other guys, Germany. Eviva, the rest of the world. And I was there on behalf of Eviva to talk about if the other guys win the day, here's how we take it global. Okay, so that's the scene. Oh, and one other detail, the pitch was entirely in German, except for my part. A bit awkward, but that's life. So it's Sunday. We're meeting up at this little hotel where we have a large conference room reserved. The pitch is Monday, and we're seeing the whole presentation for the first time. I mean, all of us. Though the other guys have been working on their deck for some time, it's only finally been pulled together on Friday, so it's as fresh and new to them as it is to me. And the first run-through is pretty bad. That's partly because there are a lot of slides, I mean, more than a hundred, many more than we'd use for a typical American pitch, so everyone's sprinting to get through their parts. And for my part, it's harder than I'd expected to pass a baton back and forth to colleagues speaking another language and still look like we're on the same team. Now, I have some German, so I'm not totally lost, but it's nowhere near ready for prime time. So, as I listen, I'm getting the gist of what the other guys are saying, but the rhythm, the pace, they're not the same. So it's awkward. We rehearse once, call it a night, and go out for dinner. The next day, Monday, is showtime. The first run-through was not good, so we all stayed up late Sunday night in our rooms working on our sections and spend the first few hours of the day revising and adjusting the deck. I kid you not, this takes hours. It's endless. But we're getting somewhere. Between the Sunday run-through and now, we've clarified a lot of assumptions. We know who's going to be in the room. We think we know what they're going to care about. And we've reduced the presentation to focus on proving out the most important parts. Now, it's a brand project, but there's also ongoing campaign activity. So the other guys have doubled down on a couple of campaign concepts that their creative team's blown out in every direction. So there's a lot of show and tell, a lot of big ideas, and we all know that's pretty risky. It's risky in the long term because the client might love it, and generally you don't want to give away creative for free, but it's really hard to turn around and say, hey, we're going to charge you for that spec work. But it's also risky in the short term, because if they hate it, they're going to assume you put your best foot forward, so you're pretty much done. Now, this turns out to be pivotal, but I'll come back to that. For our part, or my part, or Eviva's part, it's not our creative, so there's no direct risk there, except, of course, if the other guy flames out, we're all out. 
But I realized on Sunday's run-through that there's a lot of the here's how we'll do this stuff that's pretty theoretical in my part. So I've added a short global case study for a much larger, more complex client than this one. And the results were fantastic, so it feels like just the right finishing touch for my part. When we finally get to the run-through, it's like a completely different team has stepped up to the plate. Basically, we kill it. We take a selfie, and we're ready to go. Now, I said in the last podcast that it's one of the highlights of agency life when you win, and it's the worst feeling in the world if you don't. I probably should have added it's one of the weirdest moments in the world when you're waiting. So here we are now at the client organization in their lobby. We've been warmly greeted, they've offered us tea, coffee, shown us where the restrooms are, and now we're sitting in reception, waiting and waiting. And we're like a bunch of nervous horses just waiting for the buzzer to sound and the gates to open. No matter how many times you do this, those few minutes, in our case it was about 15, between when you arrive and when you get to the room are just the worst. The client collects us and brings us to the pitch room. Our first big win greets us as we walk in. The screen is a huge LCD monitor, not a projector, so the creative's going to look great. We set up, we do intros, we launch into the presentation. And then everything goes sideways. The client's team almost always is made up of a bunch of different stakeholders. Somebody owns the budget, so it's their money. Somebody else owns operations, so the work touches them. Someone else owns sales, so it's their numbers. Someone else owns people, and so on. You get it. And this pitch is no different. There are a bunch of interests in the room, and it turns out they don't align at all. One of the senior people in the room has a reaction, a really strong reaction to the campaign idea the other guys developed. Basically, he says the team's claim, their idea to extend the brand is not distinctive, or not distinctive enough, and it doesn't connect tightly enough to the current brand position. It's a new idea, it's not an extension of the current idea, and for him, this violates the briefing we were given. Now, I'm not going to name names or roles. It's not important, and it really doesn't matter. What's important here and now, in this moment, is that we've got two hours. We've rehearsed our material down to one and a half hours, leaving about half an hour for getting set up and the start and the Q&A at the back end. We're about 15 minutes in, and we're stuck in this philosophical debate about a key stakeholder's views on a fundamental idea. Now, it's not like we can agree to disagree, This is that creative concept I mentioned earlier, and if it goes down in flames, it's pretty hard to resurrect the rest of the offer. Now, this is all happening in German, so I can follow along okay, but I can't give you a blow-by-blow. What I can tell you is that the disagreement basically becomes the pitch. We move ahead some slides, we pause to debate. We move ahead a few more, more debate. The other guys, my partners in the pitch, are really professional. They're cool under fire, but this is getting to them. My parts in the pitch come and go. They're fine. In fact, they're really helpful because they turn the page away from this contentious stuff, and our work's great. It shows well. We get some fantastic questions, even a few smiles. But when I hand back to the other guys, they're fighting for their lives, and it's painful. It's painful to watch. But here's what's interesting. On balance, I have no idea how well we did. And that's not just because the pitch was all in German. It's because while all of this debate was playing out, most of the folks on the client side were completely silent. They weren't silent in a leaning back, arms crossed, judgy way. They were silent in a, I have an opinion, but I'm not going to debate way. 
So what seemed really bad at the time, watching your colleagues prepare then get beat up, might at the same time be making us more sympathetic. I mean, if the rest of the group liked the work, if some of them loved it, they may actually fight for it behind closed doors later on. And we're early in the pitching cycle. We're the second team out of five. Clients are usually much harder on their early teams because, who knows, there could be something amazing in the next pitch. But from a professional standpoint, I can say the work's pretty great, and I'm fairly confident another team's not going to blow us out of the water. So where does that leave things? I told you last week that I probably won't know whether we won or not. That usually takes a couple of weeks to be announced. But the clients told us they'll announce next week, and I'll let you know if they do. Meanwhile, for next week's podcast, we'll go back to regular programming. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about employer branding in general terms, and next week I'll talk about one of the most important parts of the employer brand, the EVP. If you know what that is, great, tune in. If not, you should. And win, lose, or draw, I'll let you know what happens with a pitch. That's all next week on Express.